0: Hi friends, welcome to Taylor Asks a Question. I'm Taylor and I'm so happy you're choosing to spend some time with me and the friends I get to introduce you to along the way. I hope these conversations make you feel like we're all just driving in the car or enjoying a cup of coffee or even sharing a meal together. We'll cover the spectrum of life's questions and discuss topics that I'm hoping will impact your heart, challenge your thinking and bring glory to God. Let's start asking questions. You guys, today is a big day. It's the last episode for season three and it is jam-packed. It also happens to be my birthday, so there's that. As always, I'm so excited for you to join this conversation here on Taylor Asks a Question. If you don't already, go follow the show on Instagram because there is a Starbucks card that might possibly be waiting for you to partake in as a birthday gift from me to you. I am continually humbled by the people who listen to this show. It is a joy to chat in the DMs or meet people out and about or talk to people who have listened to the show. Even those who have been acquaintances have reached out and told me that they listen to the show and have asked me really incredible questions. I've gotten to have some really good conversations with several of you and I'm just so, so lucky. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to be doing a few giveaways over this birthday month, so make sure you are following along on Instagram. All right, let's jump into this conversation. I am introducing you to three of my dearest, best, most treasured friends, Um, Ashley and Corianne are making their debuts on the show and so I can't wait for you to get to know them a little bit more and then Nicole joins me and you guys have met her before um, and if you haven't, she's on a few other episodes in season one and two so I suggest that you go back and check those out but um, we do a little intro um, about each of them and how I know them so let's just jump right into it. Good
1: talk talk. we're friends. No, it is good.
0: Okay. Okay. All right, well, today I get to have three of my favorite people on the show. Since this is dropping on my birthday, I thought what uh, it would be a really good topic to discuss friendship with three of my closest friends. So I have been friends with each of these gals for probably a decade each. Pretty close to a decade each. Well, fifth closer to twenty with <laughs> closer Nicole. To 20 to me. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so I we have seen. I've I have been witness to dating them, dating their husbands, their weddings, and I've been at the hospital for all their babies. And so I just uh, count it very much a privilege. God has very very much blessed me with these three ladies and. Like any relationship, we have had difficult conversations. We've had like weird times, but we have continuously sought the Lord in one another and fought to love Jesus, um, for one another. And we've reconciled. And, um, we, I've had some of my greatest memories and, uh, nights and conversations and just I these three are just a treasure to me so I'm very very excited to introduce you to all three of them so Nicole is here as you all have met her before (laughs) um do you have any updates for us what's going on tell tell the people who may be listening for the first time a little about you
2: well I have a husband and um he is a worship guy. Him and I um, lead worship for our church and very involved. Um, I also uh, nanny for my friend, so I during the week have three under the age of two because yeah, I have do. a ten-month-old currently, and then um, my two kids are currently home for the summer, so I have a packed house and mm-hmm. it's a little crazy, but. That's
0: pretty much what I do. Got a fun summer ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Busy. <laughs> so, Nicole and I – I should have said this before because I was about to introduce one of my other friends. But, so, yeah. Nicole and I have known each other for close to, closer to 20 years. I think we met when we were 16. Mm-hmm. 16 or 17. And uh, she has – she is – I mean, we complement each other very well. You are like the introvert to my extrovert – brunette to my blonde all of the like cheesy ridiculous friendship things and it's been uh I have I have learned a lot from you in uh how to be reserved and how to be slow to speak (laughs) because (laughs) you because you always have thoughts but you just and whether or not you are like I just don't say them or you just don't say them which is sometimes wisdom um that has been something that I have, I've been bad at. (laughs) I will tend to speak and not think about things, but um, yeah, you, I mean, we, you were my first roommate. We've been through a lot of ups and downs and well, I mean, it was just, it was, we had like, you know, that friendship counseling for a while. It was really weird when we were young and didn't really know what gospel friendship was. Mm -hmm. And we like, that was something that, Lord used I think for both of us to help define what that is and so you're an important person to have for this conversation for me and to let the people know that don't give up on people like pursue and if you can fight together then it's worth it so
3: absolutely thank you
0: um so then I have my friend Ashley Ashley and I met about a decade ago although we thought we think we probably crossed paths because our we went to rival high schools we were a few Years apart, but both um, cheerleaders, both cheerleaders, you're welcome. <laughs> true. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'm but
0: great. Ashley is she is the person you want in your corner, she is loyal and she fights for people. And she, f- <laughs> whether or not this is wisdom or not, she will fight for you even when you're wrong, even when she feels <laughs> <knows> you're wrong. <laughs> she is loyal through and through, and I, I. Um, She has always Persevered And has There's a lot of people in life who choose to be Um I did not think I would get emotional Okay Aw, Taylor (laughs) Um There are a lot of people who choose to be Victims in their circumstances And Ashley is not one of those people
4: (laughs) Sorry (laughs) What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. If you don't cry for me though, I'm gonna be <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get any tears either. So You're I'm, just, gonna... I'm sorry No, it
0: was I'm building kidding. while I was talking about Nicole and I'm like, shoot. I'm just kidding. Sweet, sweet, Friend. sweet. Yeah. Um and that has been really inspiring. You are a person who can just you do things. You put your mind I mean, my gosh, you and your husband decided to sell your house and it was sold a month later. Like <laughs> But but what I mean is you are you are a doer and you are there for people and when you when I like I can count on you for so much like you are very loyal and you love to care for people fiercely you love so fiercely and um I mean I I have been privileged all all of us have gotten to know you Um, we knew you before you were like like living your life for the lord Mm -hmm. and so to see that has been such a privilege and to get to know you in this way has been um wow really really um really great so i'm that is a part of that is our friendship so tell (laughs) tell people a little bit about you
1: (laughs) i don't know what i can add to that uh well what do you do what's your what's your life like i also have a husband like Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and we have three kids and they are a riot and we are usually like the chaotic family of our group wherever we go we're loud and very busy very busy, very loud that's the Beakleys <laughs> try to keep up with us if you can not have a lot of energy <laughs> so that's yeah um, yeah, so that's us, I stay home with our kids and my husband is an engineer, and yeah, Mm -hmm. that's our life. Yeah. I make cookies. You do. (laughs) So So good at making cookies. Okay, Okay, that wasn't what I needed. Yeah, so five (laughs) free time. That's what's going to get me emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Five free time.
0: Yeah, but that's usually when you listen to my podcast, Mm -hmm. and that's you.
1: (laughs) That's a great, yeah, yeah. I like to listen to Taylor's (laughs) podcast when I make cookies that's really why the
0: three of them are here is because they all listen to my mm. podcast so no I'm just kidding. no I'm I that honestly has sincerely not been an expectation for any of you but yet you all have and that's been very encouraging and I felt so supported because you definitely don't have to by any means but it just I'm so happy friends that you support each
4: other to. yeah that's mm-hmm. that's, and that's the end of the podcast yeah <laughs> that's, you what you do. That's, that's what wish. you do. when you're a friend you support <laughs> Check <laughs> the box.
1: So
0: that that last voice is Corianne, and Corianne and I, we met. Um, I was gonna say how we kind of all met. I have mm-hmm. you all tell it, but how all four of us met, we can. I'll say for you guys. But um, gosh, Corianne and and I met, and we were a part of a church plan, and we became fast mm. friends. In my mind, I don't know how you felt about it, but I, um, I mean, I was hanging out with, she was a part of a church plan at the time and I was hanging out a lot. And I mean, we became roommates within like six months, eight months of no, maybe, I mean, within a year, it was like, I right. mean, it was very, <laughs> <laughs> she left Uh-oh. me to go to Corey.
1: Well, she left <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Actually, me, Corey left me to go know. get married.
4: This is all very complicated. This is,
0: we have a very webbed story, <laughs> a very webbed history, but um, yeah. And I, Corey has um been a friend to who has she has seen so much of my uh. Of my, like, dark side, I want (laughs) to say.
4: Sweet. What a birthday episode. What a birthday. (laughs) I have seen nothing but light. No, (laughs) No, she's...
0: She has um, been so kind and been prayerful for me and always been um, a friend who has loved me well by telling me the truth and has fought, to be honest, Um, even when I know it scared her so much because she's very (laughs) non-confrontational.
4: And so to give Taylor a proper introduction, (laughs) and Taylor's, one of her amazing characteristics is she, I am non-confrontational, but I can always boast in Taylor that she can take it. She has a willing Mm -hmm. heart to receive correction, to take challenge. Um, and so, yeah, I typically am scared when I have to challenge anyone, <laughs> including my four-year-olds. <laughs> but, um, but I never feel... I mean, i like just the, afraid of the tension, but um, I always know that it will be okay because Taylor has this amazing ability to receive wisdom and correction. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that about Tay?
0: <laughs> Give it to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, please, just come up to me and tell me how... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you would please still don't do that,
0: that you have really to, well i probably would i'd probably be like okay
1: yeah
0: that's exactly what you would say
1: and then you would ask him a question on your and, podcast yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah um so yeah well Corey, we will she her name is corianne but we call her Corey. Inwhelming, so whatever you could i mean <laughs> if you're they, you're within for you. within you reason yeah Um, why don't you tell
4: the people a little bit about what you, sorry, my husband's texting me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm pause, edit that out. Um, yes, I'm Corianne. Um, I don't know what to say. You're married. Yeah, I am married and I I love my life, but I'm like, that is not my primary identity. So you'll know me that I am made in the image of God. And no, I do have a, I do have a husband Mm -hmm. and he's amazing. And um, three awesome kids, uh, almost six, four and one. Um, And I spend my days fighting my (laughs) one-year-old because he hits (laughs) me a lot. (laughs) And the Lord is using him to dig out a lot of ugliness. I didn't know that was in there. So I feel like that's kind of who I am. It's learning that I have way more ugliness than I thought. And I love my life. It's- you garden. You have a garden. Oh, yeah. And you homeschool. Yeah. Those are things about me.
0: Those are things. <laughs> Those are things. <laughs> Those are things. <laughs> I will try to keep it,
4: we'll to edit. Keep it low because, you, you know, we don't want so people to find you. Or... Yeah. I was really hesitant even before we left. <laughs> Jake was like, okay, yeah, so you're going to be out really late. I'm like, yeah. I'm in this podcast and I just have a bad attitude about it. He said, "Corey, you don't have to do it." I was like, "No, I want to do it. I want to talk with my friends. I just, I don't know. My name has been announced. <laughs> my name. Keep <laughs> my name out your mouth. Oh you know? shit. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Okay. I. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. Well, thank you all for being here and for. Being here so that we can talk about friendship. Mm-hmm. So, um, now that I have shared a little bit about how I know each of you, how do you all know each other and know me? Like, what, what is our, the four of us? What is our origin story, so to speak?
1: Because I'm all about an
0: origin story.
4: Go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who wants oh, to say it? Who wants to so- say
0: it?
2: I mean, we literally found Doxa because someone was trying to set me up with Corey's husband. Oh, I was Her not. Before. thinking. <laughs> before before, we were oh, married. I, yes. Before okay. Before before were, yeah, yeah were, don't say Corey's. Husband. I mean, it is, it okay. is Corey's husband.
1: That's not
2: That's
0: on. not yeah. what I was. I didn't think we were going to talk about that detail. That was not oh. what I was expecting. <laughs> no, we are flesh. So. You asked how we met. That's how what I Corey. I was I just thinking Corey. through, through <laughs> the church plant.
4: Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> we all went to church together. Yeah, yeah we all yeah. Went
1: to church together.
4: But we'll also, yes, us,
1: there's lots of roommate situations here. I've been sure. roommates with all three of them. I've slept next to you, not as much as my as like as much as no. I've slept next to my husband. But Definitely no,
4: not. Yeah, we had sleepovers all the time. We had yeah. sleepovers all the time. Yep.
1: Good, Good old, old days. days. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Nicole's. Nicole's brother and my husband have been friends since, do you know how long? Middle junior school. High. Junior, junior high. I high. knew your husband yeah. in junior right. high. Right. He was a gawky little
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> little kid. Yeah. Nicole, no one's N- yeah. No
0: Nicole's family and Ashley's in laws yeah. were in the same neighbors. neighborhood. Yeah. They were neighbors. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. The
1: Harrows are family friends.
2: Yeah. So I'm convinced we have crossed paths before yeah. we met at the church. And mind. we went to the same high school. We did, but I was ahead of you. So, yeah, mm. I'm an old lady.
0: that <laughs> You graduated 07. 08. Oh, 09. Oh, 09. Oh, nine.
1: <laughs> I was 05. That's same. the big difference. Heather <laughs> was 07. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, that's how I, so I'm sure we've crossed paths, but I officially met you at set. Yep. And then I think our friendship really grew after that, though. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been there the last couple of years. Yeah,
2: the last couple of years definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I feel like
4: Corey's and mine really took off too yeah. after yeah. the church. Plant. Yeah, the church plant group was really tight knit. There were some unfortunate things that happened, like with gossip and um, like being exclusive. <clears throat> and so Nicole and I went through some struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yielded to kind of what the gossipers were proclaiming and chose to see Nicole through that light. And then when the Lord closed that little church,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, I think Nicole reached out and we were able to really like confess sin to one another, um, ask for forgiveness. And it was pretty easy to kind of put that behind us and yeah, yeah, I just move forward. So. Yeah. That's good.
0: That is a big part of like what friendship is. Like I don't think that any good friendship is, is without those moments. And I think a gospel friendship in particular is going to be without moments where you are asking for forgiveness because we're going to sin against one another. And I think that it is a a thing of Hollywood, a thing of just, it doesn't exist to have friends where you, and lifelong friends and deep friendships where there isn't some reconciliation and an exchange of forgiveness. And, but that looks different for Christians. Um, So what do we think, what do you girls think makes like a gospel friendship or makes like a good friend in the gospel?
4: Like by the same way that both friends are believers.
0: Yes. Yeah. We're talking to Christians who are believers what would we say? Or do you can just like say basic, th- I mean, I kind of, the big one again is like seeking Christ in one another. I don't know if anyone wants to add to that or walk that out or add. Something yeah. I, I would,
4: I would, something that I am continually reminding myself of like protecting that friend from like pedestal level. Like, mm. Oh my gosh, this is such a good friend. I can really see myself getting along with this person and yeah. I don't know. We all set up, expectations even on accident but like Mm -hmm. just even being disciplined in my understanding that okay this person will hurt me like I know I don't really have to discipline myself to know I will hurt them I'm a pretty insecure person to be like if if I'm expecting them to be you know above sinner then I'm Mm -hmm. setting up this failure setting up this friendship for failure Mm. setting up this friend for failure yeah like so it's like Jesus remind me that I will feel feel hurt one day, mm-hmm. and be prepared to be forgiving and yeah, gracious and mm-hmm. yeah.
0: What about you guys? What do you think makes a good friend, or even what's what's different about a a Christian friendship in the gospel, for the gospel, than one that we would see in the world, or ones that you've had? That are more mm.
1: secular. For I think that the biggest contrast that I can see from a Christian friendship versus a non is the reconciliation mm-hmm. versus non-Christian friends. It's it's really easy just to move on or mm. to cut off the end the friendship because there's it's just you and them. Mm-hmm. There's so there's no gospel. There's no Jesus between the two of you. So in a Christian friendship, there's always reconciliation. Mm. It's, I think the biggest, I would say, difference.
0: I feel like it doesn't take much in secular friendships sometimes either to like ruin it or to like have people throw it away. I think
1: it's a difference of opinion. Yeah, yeah.
0: But but that can be a reason to throw it away.
1: Yeah, it's right. very it, easily it's disposable. As little as mm-hmm. a difference of yeah. opinion to yeah, yeah, to be done, or just a. I think too, you're on a your paths are different. They're just they're mm. always going to be different. You're not seeking the same things, mm-hmm. so you're going to stray or there's going to be distance that grows. Yeah. I would say um,
2: it's different because um, what I've experienced personally is the exhortation Mm -hmm. um, that scripture calls us to. And it's not just this worldly affirming Mm. Um, and celebrating the other person in all things, mm-hmm. but mm. it also is exhorting them by saying hard truths sometimes, like we've been talking about mm. how we lovingly don't allow our friends to fall into sin and we spur them on to holiness, mm. um, by being honest and like wanting them to be obedient to God's word and loving them by being truthful. Mm. So
4: what do you think,
0: I think the world would say like, well, you, who you don't have the right to judge me. Like if a friend mm-hmm. were to say that. Well, well scripture tells us mm-hmm. to judge another. <laughs>
4: right?
0: Yes, it does. <laughs> like,
4: and I mean, the world's obviously terrified of being judged, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that you acclimate to pretty willingly when you come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there will be a final judgment. I, I feel like I've yeah. heard of a lot, that a lot in my walk, you know, like. God has a standard. He provides us his word. Like, like it's it's not bad to be judged, you yeah. know? And I guess, that, what do you mean by judged? You know, it can be a, yeah. an articulation, um, but it's actually pretty loving of someone to mm-hmm. judge you, you know, Yeah, according to the standard of scripture. Yeah. You right. know, or like a willy-nilly friendship. Like, you know, I've seen lots of friendships Get her over issues of motherhood and whatnot, and so it's like there sadly are issues that don't need to be worried about that happen even amongst believers. But um, yeah. it's like yeah, Christians are supposed to judge one another. So I don't know. I haven't ever really cr- like I don't know. I haven't ever f- I haven't ever had friends tell me that I'm judgmental though. I don't think I've had non-believers tell me that. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I was thinking like. You yeah, haven't had anybody really say that to you before? Like, but not, not even in the context of friendship.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, I have a couple dear friends that aren't believers, but we love each other yeah. very much and can challenge one another. And Yeah. They don't declare me judgmental because of my faith. So. Which is great. Yeah, that's wonderful.
0: Yeah. I think it's that um, Matthew 7 five you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brothers that is something that I think is um a right way to judge is that we look first at ourselves and and so we don't come before a friend as a hypocrite Mm
3: -hmm.
0: there is a process to like quote-unquote right judgment um because it's not that we are without sin and it's not that we are even, that's the other thing is that it's not even if we see someone sinning and we may not be in aware of our own sin in that. And sometimes we are and sometimes we aren't. But I think to still be prayerful and consider and recognize that we aren't above sinning in that way, like that's not beneath us as mm-hmm. as people, so as Christians um how do you think people can make friends like how is or how is do you do you find it difficult to make friends yes yeah
1: (laughs) no uh okay I should clarify I don't find it difficult to make friends I I think it's difficult to make uh that is close friends sounds weird too but the kind of like mm. the kind of friendship we have mm. we have I have with friends that I've had for years and years and years mm. it's difficult especially now compared to the time that we got to put in years ago before marriage Kids. before children mm. all of that um but I I so I would say I struggle to make new friends mm-hmm. I have my friends I like them thank you very much moving on. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I mean I
1: love new friends. Um I love to like I we I mean, kind of have a more of the merrier mentality for certain parts of our life, but
3: yeah.
1: Um deep intimate friendships I would say it is a struggle. Yeah, unless I'm or, unless you're already a deep intimate friend of mine. Yeah. So I think it's hard for me to there's just a lot of that we've all went through to get to this point. So I would say that would be hard. Well, and that's something that I think
0: I want people listening to recognize is that like time is your friend when it comes mm-hmm. to friendships. That there is a tension and there can be struggle. But but consistency and, you know, forging friendships is not something that happens mm-hmm instantaneously necessarily. I mean, I, I can make, I feel like I can make friends pretty quickly and mm-hmm. depending on that person's willingness to like go there. But, um, sorry for the horn
1: thing. <laughs> I think it's also depends on the level of friendship that we're talking. How are we defining a friend? Because I can make a friend Anybody you can make that a I'm, lot of acquaintances. A lot of yeah. yeah, anybody okay. they're talking to on a Sunday morning or in the grocery shopping line okay. or whatever. And I could talk to anyone. Okay. Would I consider them a friend? A friend or an acquaintance. I think that's the deciphering. Like what kind of friend are we talking about making here? Yeah. I think it's deep rich yeah. friendship that everyone mm-hmm. desires. Mm-hmm. Like everyone
2: seems to have that deep rooted desire. Because I think God created us obviously for community mm-hmm. and for people. So I think everyone desires to have best friends, to be known, to have their community of people.
0: And I think the reason that pe- I think there are people that are like, no, I'm good by myself. It's because mm. they're afraid. Yeah. I would so say I mean, that there's
4: probably many different reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause like introversion or,
2: yeah.
4: you know, I don't know going to bed early or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, Corey likes to go
2: to bed
0: early
4: well, we and- tonight is not
0: that <laughs> night for her unfortunately
4: it's okay. you make sacrifices for friends yes. yeah. <laughs> Um what I've learned about myself too is I'm fully like glad to engage in a group mm-hmm. but one on one it takes mm-hmm. me a very long time to feel safe in a friendship mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel unsafe but like mm-hmm. And I, I'm engaging with this gal and she's, she's expressed like, I really like, have enjoyed you and I hope that we can grow together. It's like such an honor. Yeah. But I mean, just you asking, um, some of these questions, it's been like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know her expectations Mm. for a standard, what, what she's looking for. So I'm immediately intimidated and I immediately let her know, like, I'm going to fail you. I'm like, these are all my flaws. This Mm -hmm. is why you probably won't want to be my friend. (laughs) Um, <laughs> not really selling yeah, often, yeah. But it's like if you're willing to endure with me on those yeah. things, like I, I straight up said, like it will take time and endurance, and I will let mm-hmm. you down. And if you want to run that race with me, like yeah, I will fight just as hard as you to stick by your side. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, it's not it. Like I'm weird. <laughs>
1: um.
4: So Everybody's I like weird. I I I mean, yeah. I mean it's part of my insecurity, which I need to grow in. Like like a friendship isn't about me. Mm -hmm. You know, but in my insecurity, I'm like, you're going to see all these things that you don't like about me and change your mind. Just like, you know, so it's like kind of growing to not take that lens, but especially in the context of this gal is a believer, you know, to look to Jesus, to trust Jesus in that person. But that's kind of like, even as I've been walking with the Lord, my whole, my whole adult life and was raised in a Christian home, but just like, I don't really, I don't know, trusting in Jesus Trusting Jesus in someone is very difficult. So, um, yeah.
0: Okay, wow. So, did the crying catch anyone else off guard? Just me? (laughs) It was building and I thought I could just say nice things on the fly about my friends and everything would be okay. And then came the waterworks out of nowhere. So I don't really know what happened, but I am just so humbled by these women. Um, So if you want to get me a birthday present, you can leave me a positive review. Uh, And also I am a size five star rating on Apple and Spotify. As a reminder, I am raising money on Facebook for CareNet of Puget Sound and we are all almost to our goal of $350. And I was able to have a conversation with Amelia from Care Net of Puget Sound, which can also be viewed on the show's Instagram page. So to bridge back into this conversation, Corianne got cut off a little bit, but she essentially mentions getting over ourselves to see Jesus in the other person. So let's jump back in. Go
4: ahead. Getting over yourself. Yeah, just getting over myself. <laughs> Who is this person by the way? You they need to know who she is. No, so. we're
0: not dropping names, we're protecting people. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, who is no. this?
4: Who are these other friends? I know. Whenever, I'm sorry, I know, whenever Taylor tells me she's him, <laughs> like they sound hideous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we it's do busy have that yes. day anyway. Yeah,
0: we have this fake jealousy thing that yeah, we all do. It's, it's, it's like I'm hanging out it's with fake. someone else. We're like, who are these <laughs> other people? But we, uh, sincerely, I um, because. Um, so Ashley and I go to the same church, but Corey goes to a different church, and Nicole goes to a different church. So sinners, <laughs> But we've all don't worry, been we'll get the same church. We'll get them, Ashley. Yeah. The
4: Universal Church yeah. is alive and. Active. Careful talking about universalism.
0: <laughs> no, we can really lead people astray. But yes, God's the, Church of yes. the world.
4: The
0: we world. are we are sisters in Christ. We are part of the body, and so yeah. So that just like and with that, I mean, it, part of the reason we were able to cultivate friendships is because we did go to church together for a while, and like Ashley said, children were not a part of the equation at that point. Um, we
1: saw each other every day. And neither so, were marriages. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. So yeah. Like
0: we had the and
1: children, not to say that children ruined our like, it not No. They haven't no. But let's talk yeah, about extra friendships.
0: But should a we lot. talk about friendships though? Hmm. And when it, the transition of that, because some people in this room thought things wouldn't change.
4: Don't look at me. You too. And Nicole's raising her hand. <laughs> you guys are freaks. I needed things to change. Yeah. Oh I, I cannot stay know. up till 2 a.m. every night. We did. Oh we time. did have a lot of late
1: nights. Yes. So there was, but, a, there was a different amount of time that we could invest before. Yes. Children. But children did, I think, really, especially for our friendship, children were a big... The boys were a big reason why we became close friends.
0: Yeah. 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 So you guys were pregnant at the same time and, and your like boys 13 are 13
4: days apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To go so through cute. everything together.
0: Yeah. 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 That was a,
4: that was a season for sure. Mm-hmm. Ongoing. And then we did it They're again. still the same And age. then, yeah. yeah. yeah they're <laughs> still the same. Yeah.
1: They're still 13 days Dude, apart. It's so, it's so strange.
0: Um, what would you say about expectations for that? Because I know mm-hmm. for me, I was, cause there are going to be people who are not yet married who desire to be, there are going to be people who are, you know, married, wanting kids, or there are going to be maybe married people who know single people who they mm-hmm. want to befriend. Um, so I will talk obviously on behalf of the not yet married or to the not yet married. And I would say, If you are, if you have friends who are going through like what you hope to go through, you, I would just encourage you to be prayerful and being for them and being excited for them. And, um, knowing, know that if you can humble yourself to tell your friends to like, bring you along they will because I have I am friends with these three I have fun relationships with their children and I even am friends with their husbands and it is like it's um I don't know. I would just say make it known that you want to still be a part of their lives. You just because your friends get married does not mean your friendship is over. Mm-hmm. It changes, and I would say for the better. Because you get to now care and love these other humans, these these brothers in Christ that they love and you get to. And I'm I mean, I've made I, this is can lead into another part of it, but like I very sincerely like love all of your husbands as brothers. And they are like, I think I even texted them all yesterday Mm -hmm. or something. I just was like, I, 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 they are people that I have like can go over to your house and have conversations with them. And they are just really wonderful. And I very much have been like brought into the fold of your family. And that's partially because I have wanted to, you know, I have, it's, it's very hard in my in my mind, from me, when when your friends get married, they are learning to be husbands and wives, which is not something they have ever known how to do. And that becomes their pri their secondary identity to a Christian. And but it is incredibly difficult as they're learning to be servant hearted and selfless and create this new life with this person. And with this man speaking, since I'm talking about girls, but even, um, and so, and then once, and and so things change, but they, they're just different. I don't know. I wouldn't say that you need to write off a friendship because your friends are married. I think for the not yet married, it's, it is probably it's, I mean, I don't know. Again, this is my personal opinion, but it does seem unfair to a degree, but like die to yourself, friends, like die to that selfishness that you have to be left behind because you don't, that is a lie. Um, And it is a, it is a test for your friendship, but it is um, something that hopefully you have built a foundation on Jesus enough Mm -hmm. with your friends so that they in turn do want to keep you involved and have you over for dinner and still do things. And so, yeah, I think, I think it's a lie that when you get married, your, your, your friendship has to die. I I think it's,
4: again, it's, it's hard, but it's. Did you go through seasons of fear that your close friends getting married would change or end? From Because of their perspective?
0: I don't think with us. Because I was also, I mean, I was kind of friends with all of your husbands before you had kids. Like, we were in a very unique situation. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't necessarily have that. I knew that I needed to give y'all space. So, it was like, okay, they're married. They got to figure this out. They need to, like, you know, still figuring it out. Sure.
1: (laughs) I do remember, though, when uh, I lived with you right before I got married. Yeah. And... I also stayed the night a lot when Corey lived in the room yeah. that I lived in. And I remember when both Corey and I got married, you were, there was this, it wasn't a chip on your shoulder, but it was like a, you knew things were going to. Yeah, like you weren't going to have the same friendship with yeah.
0: us. Yeah, not access to, yeah. not... Yeah, Yeah.
4: I mean, I we would just be just sharing different. the bathroom. We wouldn't be right across yeah. the hall. I felt yeah. that sadness
1: with yeah. my college roommate
4: when she got married. Like, she lived in a different state from me, but I just felt like a, a remorse for what our friendship mm-hmm. had been up to that point, like a mourning of mm-hmm. the accessibility. And which is silly, because we've always had a long distance friendship. And But I think I mean, I think there's there's a natural way to do that, but yeah. to also fight. Too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, like <clears throat> to die to yourself, but also in the abstract way of like, it's a service to newly married friends to remind them marriage is not their life. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not your identity. Like okay. it's a role that God has brought you to. And um, but mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. Tay texts me to get together. Like, yeah, I get to serve her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in this new role of being a wife to my husband, but like to ebb and flow and to even be okay with failing. Like I have let my husband down many times. I'm, pr- I'm prone to think of him the least, mm. so, like, sorry. <laughs> but, um, but it's like, so it's like, I'm nobody's going to be perfect in it, mm-hmm. but, um, like make like to the married side of the friendship, like you better be seeking to serve your non-married friends. Mm. Like, And so, yeah, for the single friend, like, it's a service to Mm -hmm. fight for that friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, getting married in my young 20s, I watched lots of people just, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm a wife now. Like, I'm a wife. It's like, no, you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You die to self in every Mm -hmm. relationship that Mm -hmm. you have. And that looks different for everyone. But um, I've been very served by you. And, like,
1: you're Mm -hmm. like, I want to come over
4: for dinner. Oh, perfect. I didn't think to invite you. But... Mm -hmm. I'm like Mm. meant to host you Mm -hmm. and you, me, you know, and and being your friend is like, just, I don't know. I don't want to get like anti-biblical here, but like, like I really do equate, you know, the the scriptures that are talking about marriage, like what God has joined together, let not man separate. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I can see that God has joined us in friendship. So Mm. let not, I don't know, my vantage point, separate what God has joined. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think to your point, there is, there is like, I guess I went through the both end of like the mourning of the friendship, but also not wanting to be like wanting to fight the selfishness of, you know, because, yeah, I mean, I've, you, you all have seen me through a lot of the loneliness that, and especially in my 20s, super lonely, low moments, but, um, yeah, I've never, I've like, I've not felt like third wheeled by you guys or, um, and I think part of that is maybe a testament to your husbands also (laughs) (laughs) for, um, putting up with me and I'm forced them to be my friends also. And so, (laughs) <laughs> no. yeah, they're gladly your friend. Yeah. and so it's just been i mean and uh, yeah i think you make a really good point core about like marriage you you do still you don't want to you still need friends you still and and the other thing too is that i've never i've not felt necessarily I think in my own mind I have felt this way because of the lies that I have believed about our friendship but none of you I don't to my recollection have done anything to make me feel lesser than because I was single like the whole like oh now we're married so now Mm, we we can only do these things like if I had ever believed that it was thing lies that I believed and things I told myself Mm -hmm like the assumption or like the oh well they're just doing this because it's like and because there is unfortunately there is a truth to like married couples will just do married couple things sometimes like go on double dates or whatever but we're getting away but I don't know this is now turning into a podcast about friendships and single people and married people but Mm -hmm. that's just a very real aspect to Mm -hmm. friendship and since this is my Mm -hmm. podcast and (sighs) this is just a real part of my life. This is what, where we're going with it. But, um, yeah. And
4: I'd say if you have a married friend that's like, Oh, we can't do that because you're single. I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah you know, We're all like genuinely. I don't, I don't think anybody could say it enough, especially in our co- current climate. Like mm-hmm. you are made in the image of God. Your worth is just as much mm-hmm. like your marital status is not defining of anything. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you know, mm-hmm. your character, mm-hmm. the way that the, the Lord is equally intentional in your singleness mm-hmm. that he is in the next person's time that they got married. Yeah, you know? and so for sure. And the diversity and value that brings to a friendship, I think, is really
0: beautiful. Well, and I've been so benefited by the three of you and how you have shared and talked about marriage and... The realities of it, and I oh got lots of realities. Yeah, for you. <laughs> wow. and I think that that's something that that more single people need to hear about. And that is such a beautiful part of having deep, rich gospel friendships. Is like Corey said, like marriage is not your prime identity. Like it's not. That's not what it's about. And Nicole, I remember. I was. It was. It was probably within your first year of marriage. Like I remember you. We were talking about something. I was probably having a boo-hoo moment or something. But you text me that, like, I am a Christian first. Like, you were like, when I lay my head down at night, it is still me and the Lord. And we still have things that we, like, I still, that's whatever the Lord was dealing with me that still applies just because i'm married that doesn't matter and i would shift
2: or yeah. change yeah yes
0: it doesn't like magically make your relationship with the lord glorious it's like it's sanctifying it is a way it is a great sanctifier but the lord has seen the fit Holy to Spirit make
4: it is the sanctifier i, I mean I oh yeah somebody say a marriage is the great sanctifier. i'm like no no that's god's title like mm-hmm. the okay. Use yeah okay yeah, you yeah. marriage and i would say, like friendship yeah like, what is marriage mm-hmm. but like a like a very intimate friendship and so like you no know, the Holy Spirit sanctifies mm-hmm. but um I yeah. mean he uses relationships absolutely to mm-hmm. do that yeah
0: principle. I they yep. um on the marriage podcast Mary mentioned that that if they're good friendships they sanctify you any good relationship does and Pastor Lewis was like marriage is primarily a friendship so, <laughs> so
2: um, I would argue that's the purpose of biblical friendship is uh to help us on our journey to sanctification Mm yeah um because it carries eternal significance Mm -hmm. and um, that's the point of how why god created our community of people is just for each other on so god himself is community yes within the trinity yeah we were made out of uh, mm-hmm. The Trinity, the love and the unity, and the the perfect community within the Trinity. Mm-hmm. That's why we were created, and we as Christians are to reflect that community.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that doesn't matter whether you're in marriage or in friendship. Like it, we're all one body, yeah, and we're all bo- bound together by the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. and that's what we're called to do is yeah. to reflect the Trinity.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. We've talked about differences between, we. I mean, we touched on culture versus biblical friendships a little bit. Um, and kind of how, how do you think we can cultivate gospel friendships? What does, I mean, I think we only, I mean, we had such a unique experience. So I just feel like we were so like, I think incubated is the right word. We were just together so much, but what do you think Are how can we kind of apply that?
4: Um, I mean, Let's I think it's that. a discipline that I would confess. I'm not mm. always super strong in mm. like looking at Taylor wrote out some questions mm. and the next question talks about interests. And like, I think we could easily get caught up in like, Oh, yeah. where do we relate? What are we interested in? Um, yeah. It's a disciplined like fellowship. You know, and not, mm. you know, are we simply getting together? What are our intentions for even getting together? Which is very easy to, you know, not articulate your intention. Mm-hmm. Um, like Nicole was saying, like we were made to grow and be sanctified, like that glorifies the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very I often leave I don't know, getting together and I'm like, oh like I didn't even ask how I could pray for them or you know, you know, you don't yeah. necessarily like we're all so close. I don't necessarily need to specifically ask like Mm -hmm. spending time with one another I know how to pray for you but um it's like oh did we even talk about what God is doing like what are we learning about the Lord Mm -hmm. I do think that takes a discipline that you know when you're with your best friends it's easy to talk about you know your kids or what you're doing Mm over the weekend or your summer plans Mm -hmm. but I do think there needs to be a level of intentionality and um you know who are you talking about (laughs) Are you did the Lord even come up um and yeah guilty yeah that doesn't mean that you don't have a gospel friendship by like Right. Well, because yeah, like you were saying, the
0: like do you have to do you need to have the same interest to be friends with people?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it makes it really nice. It doesn't say do, it's easier. Um <laughs> but Ashley does a great job. Like every few months, she's like, you know, I've been challenged, like I don't really know how often we ask one another or like confess sin to one another. Like mm-hmm. and that always just challenges me. Like I think about it for a little while every mm-hmm. time you bring it up, like, oh yeah, like like I sin all the time. Am I willing to be aware of it? Like Ashley and I, we live five minutes apart. Again, our kids are 13 days apart and always will be. So we do, we do get to spend a lot of time with one another. It's like, we spend so much time. Like there's no way I'm not sinning against her sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. like, um. so in what ways are we working through things intentionally? Or mm-hmm. you know, am I being blind to things? She, she has a deep admirable hunger to you know to be challenged in love to grow in jesus together and that reminds me to be hungry for that mm-hmm. and so so it's like i mean that alone enriches a gospel content and like she desires to grow and to want and she wants me to be part of that mm-hmm. i would say that's true of all four of us mm-hmm. um ashley specifically asks me regularly like like are we you know are we checking in with one another and so i think that is a great tool to use to be like yeah. What? How? I you don't know. What do we need to confess mm-hmm. to one another? And I do think a lot of the time it comes up organically. So I can feel like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not doing that. But I'm just remembering yesterday. I was like, oh, so and so asked about you, and I told them all this, and I didn't even think. And so it's like, I think we do naturally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Confess things, but it's not like the. Ashley I'm going to sit you down and confess to There's you. Yeah. But, um,
1: Which I would love. But it's like,
4: yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, I think having an intentionality to be disciplined. I think one of the practices and questions
0: that we got set up with really, like, luckily, we were taught this was when we feel like something is off, we think, "Have I? how have I sinned against this person? If I am thinking that something is wrong, we go to the other and we like, have I sinned against you? Have mm-hmm. I done something wrong? Mm-hmm. Rather than be like, why are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. You're like, we... We go. I if and usually we can overthink it, <laughs> but sometimes it's like it, it's it's provided really good conversation, but it's not making it. It's not. It, it's it's taking again like that. Like that person isn't for
4: me. That person isn't mm-hmm. going. Have I hurt this person? Yeah, like you are saying, I think it really puts into practical practice, like. Mm-hmm considering I might have a log in my eye yeah. instead of saying they're mad at me.
0: Yeah.
4: You're kind of giving yourself a humble posture mm-hmm. to like consider, okay, just not giving, I'm not giving a foothold for those lies. Yeah. I'm going to go to them to ask, have I hurt you in any way? Yeah. And that's just, that's just kind of a fertile conversation starter. Yeah. And typically I feel like I'm like, uh, I can't think of anything right off. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. actually does ask me that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But it just, I don't know. I just think it sets a conversation it takes away the opportunity of attacking someone, you know, that mm-hmm. wasn't prepared.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and, gives, and, and gives a safe space for the person to actually say, "Yes, like,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. I think, too, not assuming it's about you, which I struggle with a lot. Because if something is off, you yeah. know. For example, this is a perfect example. You've had a lot. Ha- Corey's had a lot happening in your life lately. Um, like you said, with your one-year-old and just... It's been a lot, and I could easily, and probably have thought that maybe I did something wrong, mm-hmm. but it's not the about same. you. So instead, like yeah. trusting, trusting Jesus and the other person that they're gonna co- they will come to you if something mm-hmm. is wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think mm-hmm. in our early friendship days with all all three of you, mm-hmm. I asked everybody really if they were okay <laughs> a lot. <laughs> That's my version of like, I think they're mad at me. Are you okay? Are you okay? All, the time, all the time? <laughs> um, are you mad? Is there, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Um, so tr- I think trusting that the other person will come to you. I think checking in is really good too, but not making it about you and trusting that they'll.
4: Which is such a hard thing it's in so our culture, hard. even with so it amongst hard. believers. Yes. yes. Like we're so prone to navel gaze. Mm-hmm. Yeah been a long road of understanding that my insecurity is pride and yeah me looking at myself right. and so it's like instead of determining you know why that person is mad at you mm-hmm. instead of being the subject of that scenario yeah i mean and and then also when you're like oh this person seems off mm-hmm. and praying for them that mm-hmm. also really brings down the tension of making it about yourself I think. yeah it's like oh i notice her off dear jesus you know mm-hmm let me care for them or mm-hmm. let them feel safe if they need to talk. You know, starting with prayer also, I think, is a mm-hmm. really, really necessary tool that I often don't utilize. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <being> humble. Shoot.
1: <laughs> You're so quick to pray for other people I mean, in the moment. The discipline of writing
4: it down has really served me. Um, I read a book mm. on prayer. Can't think of what it's called. It's the praying life a praying life? Such yeah. a good book. And he he like one of the just crazy parts that really has impacted me is so like, do you write down your schedule? Do you write down your plans for where you're going to go?
3: Mm.
4: You know, That's for what great. you're going to do a day. Like the the prayer needs are far more important than what you're going to do with your day. Some version of that. It was more eloquent and more just like light switch. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, I have to write I have to write down my grocery list. I have to write down so many things. So it's like, yeah, I better write down prayer needs or Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know,
4: kind of learning where I need to
1: discipline my habits has been along with that book. I really love how he says it can be like two or three words about someone on a note card. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just you don't need to write out your full yeah. prayer. Right. For each person. doesn't um, have know. to be
4: the same prayer every time you pray it. Yeah. Like, I know. think
1: that
0: um the... Rosario Butterfield talks about in The Gospel Comes with the House Key House, she has a list of like mm-hmm. I'm going to add them to my list. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. imagine a list of names. Yeah. And my mother-in-law, to she present. told me that mm-hmm.
4: she loves to look back at her prayer journal from 23 years ago and just wow. praise God for oh, yeah. the way, like wow. unanticipated ways that mm-hmm. he has answered her prayers. And like yeah. how precious would that be? Like I'm like, oh, God answered that for thanks, Lord, and then I don't think about it ever again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but if I have this record mm-hmm. of knowing how it's been answered, at, but I see what the need was, like how special mm-hmm. that would be.
1: I remember you saying she has that for for Jake, right? Like mm-hmm. she can go back and look mm-hmm. through and yeah, he had
4: a lot of needs as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord, oh, has, cool. you know, he's an amazing yeah. for a mother to be able
1: to yeah. look back. What a special <clears> thing <throat> to even thank my yeah, I, I prayed that. this over you, and God answered it, and I have it in writing. It's, uh-huh. I prayed for it in 1999. Huh? Yeah, here we are. <laughs> that's so yeah,
0: steep. that's really cool. Um how do well we kind of talked about that kind of i feel like we've kind of touched on a lot of these questions that we had like how do we know if we're being a good or a bad friend to someone or how can we know i mean just assume you are do, yes you take are the family. posture take the they, road. They, assume that you're
4: killing it <laughs> Yeah, being a friend you're just being like literally you killed the friendship you inside. killed it instead <laughs> go ahead nicole yeah. talk too much
2: Um, as per usual, well, it's if you're in a deep friendship, obviously, the friend will come to you if you are not being a good friend. Um, at least that's been my experience with really deep, rich friendship. Um, but there are those friends out there who it's been tough. I've had friends in my past who have, um, specifically expressed that I have not been a good friend but it's so interesting because um it's it's i definitely failed in a lot of ways and i definitely got to repent but at the same time uh, they were not a good friend to me like mm-hmm. it's like there's it's hard when a, there's no fruit in a friendship mm. even if you're believers and so unfortunately i had to walk away from that friendship in love, like there's no bitterness or, you know, we repented and I got to apologize where I was, you know, failed her. um, But yeah, it's, it's difficult when there's a lack of fruit and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do, but mm-hmm. the Lord has to, you know, bring that uh, change. And so um, I just think, you know, Jesus brings those experiences to help you grow and Mm -hmm. hopefully I get um, sanctified by it and Mm -hmm. get to be a better friend to the people in my world currently and I hope you know we can, this friend was a really long time friend um, so I hope in the future things change but you know
0: So you because, yeah, I mean do we think that I I think it's a lie that history means intimate.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely. I don't think that, I think there's a lot of acquaintances. I think we can all think of friends that we had in high school or it's like, and you may know people for a long time, but you don't know people. And what, I think that's also part of a different, the definitions of like, uh, gospel friendship where you're like you guys were saying earlier about like you're headed towards the same goal you have the same ideas and definitions of friendships and what do you think should happen like how do we do you think that it's just as easy as being like okay well let's talk about our expectations as friends because like Corey you were saying like we're all going to, everybody's going to fail each other. So like, how do you express expectations? How do you, like when you're making a friend or when you come to a point that seems difficult or um, what does it, like, how do you have that conversation about like reconciliation or how do we know when it's time to just kind of like step back from a friendship, any of those types of things? Like when we get to a hard place in a friendship. What are the things that we should ask ourselves or consider
4: or yeah, i mean there's so much context that would determine the answer so differently um but i mean regardless of what stage of the friendship is like it's going to be like for your scenario nicole like it's going to be sharpening your discernment and your Mm -hmm. reliance on on the lord because Mm -hmm. in and out of season like yeah, Sometimes like sometimes it is appropriate for a friendship, you know, mm-hmm. if you're both believers to trust that you will have a joyful reuniting in heaven. But, mm-hmm. but you know, it's OK that on this side of heaven that you're not super close anymore, that you're still for the person. Yeah. Um, right. But, you know, your ability to invest in one another isn't going to look th- the same, you know. Yeah. And sometimes that's other times like I'd be like, you know, the, like Jesus never lets go.
1: You know and and it,
4: like again taking the context of marriage but having close to the same standard in a friendship it's like you don't just get to decide something is too hard granted mm. it takes two to yeah to like persevere mm-hmm. um but like i would say especially if you're close friends that are going to the same church perhaps or um you have bled a lot together um
0: can you talk about that what does that mean to like plead for one another that's
4: um very yeah. like christianese yeah. So yeah that's like, a good christian term <laughs> I mean, it's a good i mean i know what you're talking about but i'm like yeah. oh that's a that's I mean, a good like, sacrificial like, term you know you you've been sanctified by one another mm-hmm. um you've supported one another through different seasons um you know you've invested and and just committed to a level of
0: mm-hmm. like, bare burden yeah and, you know like, walk through something yeah. hard or. but i
4: mean it's not like you can't do those things with a newer friendship but like I've gone through a really difficult experience of um, around the time our church ended, a gal that had been going there. She like, like, again, it takes me a long time to feel safe, to develop a friendship, like a close, like I, you know, any, any, like, just like this, like those of us at the table, it takes me a long time to get there. But she was saying like, yeah, I'm leaving the church, but like I would really like to um, continue to get together. And I, you know, I prayed through it. It's like, you know, I, I'm, Um, I have a new baby. She has no interest in having kids yet. She's going to a different church now. Um, It was really difficult. I mean, it was over like Facebook Messenger. So that took a little bit of the edge off, but Mm. I was like, you know, like I feel awful saying this, but I do feel like it's from the Lord. Like you're not someone I meant to continue to grow with, like just considering like the context of our lives right now. Like like, I'm not able to invest in a long-term friend air quotes there, you know, like yeah. we still lived in the same city, but like, if we're not going to see each other naturally, like, I already have people that I like, you know, I'm going to community group, I'm going to church with, the Lord has put other people that I meant to serve mm-hmm. intimately in, like, mm-hmm. to chase, chase a sheep that's leaving the flock, it's not really practical, and like, yeah. I'm meant to say no to things, and unfortunately, like, this is part of it, and she is really respectable and understanding, like, it hurt, of course, but um, she's a believer, and so I think it was an honorable response oh, parting of ways Jesus. yeah, and, yeah it's like it's like that takes a lot of relying on the lord like i hate mm-hmm. saying no um mm-hmm. and it was such an in- like she like such an honor she wanted to continue to be friends <laughs> but um it's like just my personality and your personality mm-hmm. like i didn't feel i'm super meshing anyway and so yeah. it's like to discern like what is my flesh and what is the lord calling me to say no to in this season i'm entering for like none of us can do everything and mm-hmm. kind of like be friends with everyone all the time.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: and so to like, just discern like what is meant, what are you meant to pursue? Yeah. Um, that can be really difficult because scripture is full of like, you die to self, you die to self, you die to self. And so it's like, okay, well, like I literally died because <laughs> I am nursing a baby, taking meals to other people. You know, my husband's on the worship team. It's kind of like, You have to have wisdom. Like, I'm not the Holy Spirit. I can't be everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I I
0: think it takes wisdom. I was just thinking, uh, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his His law, law, he meditates day and night. He's like the tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. So... Yeah, I just think that there's, there is wisdom in surrounding yourself with, with good, with wise counsel, you know, and recognizing that good gospel friendships will yield fruit and And growth yeah the I mean, yeah i and can
4: ask a question
0: you can this is a conversation i'm not the Corey only one
4: the so let's say like a friendship regardless of the length of time is just it's been really tumultuous really difficult how would you determine whether that's fruit or not fruit
0: mm, i think fruit could be personally with how the lord means to grow you but fruit within the friendship there could be too, there could be a lacking in fruit in the friendship but fruit as a means by of sanctification for yourself or for the other person hopefully so just because the lord brings a person into your life who is more difficult or you don't see them yielding fruit or even your relationship or your friendship the lord is yielding fruit in you like, mm. he is going to... That's his thats his determined means of sanctification for you. Mm. And it's not always fun. But we must fight to see it. We must fight to see that... Um, that is the Lord's timing. That is... That's how God is choosing to grow you. And I think... Um, it's also taking counsel. Like, seeking out... Like, if there's... A way that you think the Lord is growing you to say like, hey, like if if it were between someone and you think that there's an offense there or there's something. I think seeking another friend, a wise counsel to be like, hey, am I this way or do I do this or do I like to really understand more? So you're not just navel gazing. So you're not just like mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the the speck in your eye, you know to know what's true. And, cause we can't, we're, we're wise in our own eyes. You know, if I think um, we're more quick to deny uh, something like that, some reason that we've been wrong. We're quick to deny the fact that it's not us. That's the problem when it's both people in reality, it's not just ever one-sided. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing that, when it comes to reconciliation and a friendship, that if someone apologizes, you also have something to apologize. Well, at for. At least you should
4: be searching your heart. Like yeah. An for yeah. Like, you know, Jesus. And there, there are, feel to me where. Yes, you
0: know. there because there may not be obvious offenses, but there, there's usually something, and yeah. Um, let's see. These are like good, deep friendship questions. There's nothing super lighthearted about this episode, but I'm, um, hopefully this has been beneficial for people. Um, how, so we have all had to go to different churches and make new friends. How did you do that? how did you make new friends at your churches? Cause we're all pretty involved. So like, what are like the practical I'm looking for very practical ways. Cause we're, we all like church shopped. We all have, you know, made it's new friends. kind of funny
2: because we all came from really difficult situations into our new churches. Like the mm-hmm. church plant you guys went to shut down and you all had to find mm-hmm. new church homes. Mm-hmm. So you're carrying the burden of that. And then me and my husband came from a, forward season where we were really hurt by our last church and friendships yeah um, went into a new church and it would have been really easy for us to just hide in the back mm-hmm. and never talk to people because, yeah. because we were still hurting but fortunately god led us to a church where the pastor knew us and on the first sunday he knew our names and he was like you guys are here uh-huh. and um So the Lord definitely prompted our hearts and um, forced us to get to know people. And so we just kind of disciplined ourselves through our hurt to get involved right away when we absolutely did not want to. Did not feel like it. No, because my husband was a worship director. He was let go from the last church Mm -hmm. and to stand on stage and sing again was really painful. Like it was incredibly painful, but we knew this is what God has gifted us with. We are meant to serve the body. Like, it doesn't matter how we're feeling or how hurt we are. Like, we are meant By to serve. By your the, last church, yeah. which was
0: not the church we all attended. Was, no, 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 no. This but, is a yeah, it, So you're saying, but, yeah.
2: But in obedience to serving Christ, to continue to pursue, you know, being in a church community.
0: And not hold it against your new church. And not
2: hold it against these people. Um, and so we pursued community as well. Um, by taking foundation classes and meeting, um, our new community Mm -hmm. group, which God has completely blessed us with. Mm -hmm. Like, these are some of like incredibly close friends that we were not expecting to ever meet. Mm -hmm. So it's just disciplining yourself to push through your insecurities, your reservations, your, you know, fears to be obedient to Christ and in that will be fruit and Jesus will bless you and he will bring people in your path. Um, that but- will
4: serve and help you through your hurt, you know? Like, yes. Like, you know, we're not meant to just like, oh, just forgive and forget, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, like you can be hurting and still be obedient to serve. Yeah. And, well. um, and in that, as you walk in obedience, Lord will care for you like in obviously this context, like he sent you people that because you disciplined to be obedient Mm -hmm. and to not just not go to church anymore, even which is something like Mm -hmm. was super sad to watch through COVID. It's like, I mean, there's just, it's like people were waiting for something to not have to go to church anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a discipline to attend, to show up, to do mm-hmm. something that seems like a, such a simple command. It, it can be really hard in and out of season. Yeah. Um, so like the fact that you just, that you went to a church at all is mm-hmm. something that's difficult in when you're wounded. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you walked in faith and obedience, not even probably not even necessarily like, Lord, we know you will, I don't know, bandage and abandon, re- reconcile these wounds, but because your your eyes were on Jesus, He has healed you.
0: Yeah. Ash, what and, about you? Um, because the the church, the the bad, the the ending to the church that we were all a part of was the only church you had yeah. gone to consistently.
1: Yeah, and the people there, I. Like you said, I have a problem with being very loyal. Uh, <laughs> so the people there were my people. So that was really hard. Um, yeah. So when we went, we shopped around a little bit and then um, shopped around. That's a weird way to yeah. say that. It's the church language. <laughs> it's the, we language. Okay, it's it's the really, lingo. Honestly, it was like an educational experience because yeah. outside of our little church community, we knew nothing. So... Going to other churches and seeing, hearing other worship songs, and we were like, "These people are so weird." (laughs) All these different shocker. We were the weird. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, twist.
3: Right. Yeah. So then we found
1: um, our church, but um, it wasn't the plant that we currently go to, which isn't really a plant anymore, I guess. Right. So, but um, it is not. They were. (laughs) Yeah, we have two services. Yeah. So before we went to this location, we went to the other location, and. felt at home. But I do remember um, one of the things I loved was that I didn't, I could literally go there and no one would know if I was there or not. And I, that, that was never, ever something that we had experienced at church before. Like people knew if we were two minutes late at our other church. Less than 50 (laughs) people. And this one now is a couple hundred. Yeah. And you know, we were there an hour early every week and And 10 hours after service together with this group of (laughs) people who we loved. And so this was totally different to go to a church where no one knew our names. And we could keep it that way if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And for a little while, it was kind of healing just Mm -hmm. to sit in the back Mm -hmm. and not serve um, as intensely as we were. But I do remember um, our poor pastor he doesn't listen to this but, uh, <laughs> maybe he will uh i remember <sighs> it was the first, <laughs> first <laughs> or stop, stop, no, The first or second time that we went to this church and another pastor there heard where we lived and he was like oh you guys are out near the area that the plant, the plant yeah. is happening and i was like keyword plant out I'm out same Bye. same same experience not yeah. happening not happening already did that yep I I have my people I don't need to make new people not
4: doing that
1: and you're probably not gonna make it because most plants don't yeah. so good luck, <laughs> you know, tell you.
4: that's why I'm I here
1: know. I'm going to the big church where it's safe yeah. in this big giant church totally. that's gorgeous and why would I ever leave here yeah. and um the pastor of that church is amazing as well so it was really hard to uh, want to go. And so he introduced us to now our current pastor. And he was like, this is our church planting resident. He's in your area. And I remember shaking his hand like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Nice to meet you. I was never no, going to talk to thanks you. Thanks for telling me about what you're doing. I think that's awesome. Good luck to you. Bye. Um, oh my <laughs> so I'm remember being be like, there's no way after like, I'm not making new friends. I will go to church. <laughs> And that's great. I will worship the Lord in church in the body of Christ. But I have my people. So I'm not making new friends here. And <laughs> it's fine. So and I'm funny. not going to plant at all. And so then, you know, um, a few months went by. And um, this Poor Pastor, every time they would talk about him, I'm like, good luck. I mean, he, people know who he is. Oh, okay. He's, Deep
0: pastor He's the pastor of the pod. Uh, so oh, the pastor well. of the pond. I just every time speak? they would
1: talk like we're bring the him the up on stage. The t- <laughs> so anyway, so I was really not gonna go. And then we yeah. plugged in and I even remember the day they sent off with the plant. You know, yeah. Like, and I remember getting emails like we're meeting. You know, we're doing these core meetings, core, core and group and core group. I was like, red alert, red alert, <laughs> triggering the core group. I'm being not triggered again. No core group. I'm out. Um, and he's so young, he's our age. And so I'm it's like younger than me. no no, I need I want a really old pastor <laughs> like, years of experience. Which puppet is it? And in, I know like, that was not old, yeah, older, either. But you I yeah. want someone who's out of the life stage that I'm in and I don't want to go through the growing pains definitely don't want to be having babies the same time church i don't <laughs> want it and so of course so then we plug into this community because a few months went by where we just didn't do anything and then we were just starving to be a part of the community at our church mm-hmm. and so um i remember they were hosting um a barbecue for yeah <laughs> for the church planting group and i remember going there and i met a gal and someone had clued me in that maybe she, they, her and her husband were going to start a community group. And I remember I walked right up to her and I was like, are you so-and-so? Great. When are you starting your community group? She was like, oh, we might if there's a need. And I'm like, there's a need. We're coming. <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> like we will come right yeah. now. You know, Because at that point, it was a couple, only a few months in. So that just goes to show you, like, we thought we could just coast in the background of this church mm. for a long time. And we could not, um, we really missed community. And so, so, um, as the Lord would have it, every single person in our community group was going with the plant, but us, (laughs) and we were like, good luck guys. Have fun. I mean, our messages might be a little bit different. We'll see you on Thursday nights, have different Sundays. You go to the plant. We're not doing it. We were mainly me, um, my husband is a leader of our household, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I
4: was, but the, husband,
1: the woman is the neck that and she move the head. I was really reluctant. All. That's not bad book at all. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, no. yeah, I was, I, was just, I was cautiously scared, really,
0: is mm-hmm. what it came well,
1: to Well, rightfully, I mean, scared. to a degree, so, there was yeah. a
0: rightful, like,
1: caution. Um, uh, I just didn't want to have another ending, really, was what it was. And yeah, also, I really did people. feel at that point, like, I have my people and I don't need any more. <laughs> I get you need a community. I'm like, yeah, I capacity. need a community. Yeah. 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 So, so I want um,
0: I want community, but yeah. I want no more friends.
1: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, so silly. So anyway, so we plugged into this community group and they were all amazing and they are now part of our people. Um mm-hmm. and we love them. And um and then I learned about who Dima Pastor Dima really is, and mm-hmm. I'm really happy that we mm-hmm. switched and mm-hmm. I was wrong. I was so wrong about Mm. Who he, I thought he was this young pastor who was way too young to be leading a church body. Because I know my husband could lead a <laughs> church body. <laughs> <laughs> but your husband also went
0: to college to lead engineers. You even went to a yeah, Bible class right, right, right. no, yeah, like, different. You're
1: our age. Like, you cannot like to have three kids you have three boys and you talk about how wild they are you can't leave this church yeah. <laughs> well and
0: our yes. former pastor was the same age as
1: Dima when oh, they planted yeah. I didn't really realize that
0: so okay. it's like oh yeah.
1: I, I when I realized that I was like huh I just remember I like we we were not going to join another plant ever again we were so excited yes. to find an established church <laughs> so you asked about friendship yeah <laughs> but um so yeah we plugged in um kind of out of desperation to a community group um which they're not called community groups life groups well before they were discipleship groups they and were life groups and I they think they're actually groups. called something are they really different they're life groups okay um and even in our community group I was still reluctant to I was to get to know these people um but they're really good cooks, so we yeah. stuck around for a while. And <laughs> great food waffles. is um, power, actually. Yeah. And and you know yeah. they are. We once we got to know them, we fell in love with them, and um in a friendship way. Yeah. And um, they have changed our view of new, making new friends. I guess mm-hmm. so.
4: Yeah.
0: You you take a long time to yeah. come around to things. Yeah, that's and it's. You're you're it's funny, but you're predictable in that way of like you are very pushed back to things. But it's like,
4: yeah, most of the time you, yeah. you
0: come around to good gospel
1: things. So I remember, um, <laughs> we we didn't exercise at our last church. Um, I think about this often actually. Uh, we didn't exercise at our last church. I don't know if you guys remember it, but we were asked to every day just sit and and be with God and and listen for what he had for us. you guys mm-hmm. remember that? And so we were like asked just to sit, like, don't pray, just sit and listen mm-hmm. and um, see what the Lord has for you. See what he, uh, if he says anything to you, like yeah. anything comes up. So, and then we all met and shared and it was crazy clear that what was revealed was that I did not want our church to grow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember you shocked. "Yeah." But mm-hmm. I was like shocked. I'm like, "That's not." But it just it was like, "No, you really don't want this church to grow. You want your mm-hmm. people. You want your friends. Mm-hmm. Your group of people. You don't want new people." Mm-hmm. So that has changed how I view our community now mm-hmm. a lot, and how I. I but it's still, if you're right, it's still hard. I'm not. I could be. I can be standoffish a little bit. Well, or... again,
0: it's out of it's out of loyalty, but it's just any it's just change, yeah. and the change I mean, is love... hard for everybody, yeah. to, in different ways.
1: I love to talk to new people, yes. and have new people over and hang out, yes. and I'm. I i do not think I'm unwelcoming. No, no. Nope. Um, to make a friend, I think, is a long process. Yeah, I guess I would say, but worth it, and I'm almost I've almost always. Been wrong when I I should say always because I'm usually always
4: wrong. That's, that's <laughs> kind of like been no. that model lately. Like, do yeah. you feel this way? You're, you're probably wrong. wrong. Yeah. Probably yeah. totally wrong.
0: Yeah, you're You're wrong. You're probably wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. All, the moral of the story is whatever you say you're not gonna do, the Lord's gonna have you do. Yeah. So seriously. just don't say that you're not gonna do something. The Lord's like challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not right gonna right have wrong. another baby. That's the challenge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now we have it recorded.
1: Excellent.
0: Um, I would say for me, I, when it came to like being at a new church, I just went up to people. This sounds really terrible, but there were some people that I connected with first. And it was just like, I am hurting because I came from a church that kind of imploded on itself. And I'm really alone and I just need friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would just I that. go up to girls, like it. groups of like single girls, like just like, and I would just be like, hi, I'm new. And I need friends. <laughs> and I it think? was very hard and very awkward. And But that's like
4: something know. that I've been like, I just, I'm going to say it the worst way, like attracted to you about, you are know, like 10, 12 years ago. And I just remember being mesmerized. by Like you have this confidence to just, you know, say it and even though it is still awkward and yeah. hard, but like that that really serves people too. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. people are a little bit more prone to be mm-hmm. to, to conceal and not be vulnerable. But so to have somebody that just offers that, it's like oh, that is like really empowering. Not mm-hmm. just like let's empower no like that is legitimately empowering to show that it's you're not unsafe when you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like especially when when you are protected by the Lord, like mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing anybody can do to take him away. And so it's like, yeah, I'm going to share this thing about myself. Giddy up. you know? Like yeah. that, for <laughs> me, that, has, that is a really refreshing quality about you that mm-hmm. I've always been mesmerized by. So. Keep on keeping on. You were
1: my first friend at our last church. I was like, this Taylor girl, she keeps asking me to hang out. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> come yeah, over. You're super intentional. Yeah. And
2: mm-hmm. that's why you make a lot of. Mm -hmm. she knows half the world I (laughs) have a lot
0: of acquaintances but I have not yeah I mean it's easy for me that's why I say like what is a friend like it's very Mm -hmm. it I mean it's kind of arbitrary
1: like I just well and not everybody can be your friend that's Mm -hmm. the thing like you can't have a thousand close dearest best friends friends. you just can't because then really how close are your friends yeah something else yeah yeah
4: Yeah.
0: I think part of what my, the reason I can kind of just like say it like it is, is because I trust that those who God intends for me to actually be friends with will not be afraid of that. Mm -hmm. And will, like you said, like be like, oh, vulnerability. Okay. We can go there. And so, and because I've been through roller coaster really like friendships, but God has seen us through that, that it's like, I have to tell myself this cause I don't always believe it, but I know that it's true that like, okay, if you get hurt or if this person doesn't want to be, you know, your friend, it's just because that's not what God has for you. And there are other people who will, and that's okay. And you might hurt them. You will like, you will sin against them. They will sin against you, but God can persevere your friendship. And so it's like, I kind of, it's scary to get there. It's, it's very like, it's very, it seems very juxtaposed to be like, it's scary to take the step out. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily afraid of what it ends up being. So it's like, not that I'm like worst case scenario, they don't want to be my friend. But it's it's like, okay, if they we end up hanging out or, you know, because that that same day, I went up to a few people, I went up to my friend, Becca and Tina. And literally, we hung out the entire day. It wasn't after church barbecue you were there and Mm -hmm. I hung out with them and or we were at the barbecue and then like normal people they leave well we were like let's go hang out and let's go get dinner and then let's hang. like we just like literally hung out all day and it was like okay that was so kind of the Lord because I could connect with people who who And I wasn't necessarily like, these are going to be my friends. And because they're the first people I'm meeting, like I have to hold on so tight to them. It was just like, well, God in his kindness has given me these kind people. And if they, if we stay friends, we stay friends. But Mm -hmm. it's because of having deep friendships that it's like, you know, that, I guess also knowing the three of you and and other people and saying – and knowing that oh, this this is going to sound really bad. But, like like, I don't need new best friends or I don't need, like, to have these people like me because I have people who know me and care about me and I have that. But at the same time, I know I need to connect and have community and try to be friends with these people. But it's like – I don't know. I feel like sometimes the pressure can be off when it comes to stuff
1: like that. I don't
0: know. Does anybody? Am I? No. I don't know. If yeah, feels that I. makes sense.
1: The pressure can be off. Yeah, but then I think that's a very selfish view of your friendship. Like your friendship, your friends are just there to serve you, which I'm not saying. I have exactly. that same what? thing of like, like I've said. Some yeah. years, I don't need any other friends. I have my dear closest friends, but it's like I'm, they're not your friendships are meant like Nicole was saying, I think Corey said it too, to sing. Sanct- there's part of your sanctification. So yes. If you're saying that you don't need any other friends. That's not
0: exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that, well, that it's not that I don't need them, but if they reject me, I don't have to be like,
2: you're not alone. I'm not, I'm the worst oh, person not or I'm that I'm I not by myself. Saying. It's
0: like, I would love me. to be friends with them. And mm-hmm. I, cause, and I know what good friendships, healthy friendships looks like because I already have them. Yeah. And so, but if but if they reject me, I will be okay. Like I don't need to just make friends right away, but like I usually do.
2: Cuz there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that actually don't have- Community like this, and they're really struggling. Yeah, yeah. alone in their motherhood at home or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, trying to fight for friendships in their church, and they just don't have this kind of community. So we've been very blessed mm-hmm. to have
4: really. I mean, outrageously I even, lucky. Like I totally really understand. Like, hey, okay, if this person <laughs> rejects me, you know, I'm very much a worst case scenario. Like, but even to like move beyond that, like that is setting up like a standard or an end time, like. I like think the Lord will number the days of your relationship with mm-hmm. that person. So kind of instead of asking those questions, I would encourage everyone just like, how can I serve this person who's in my life right now? Yeah, like instead, so, like even when you are really lonely, kind of mm-hmm. going back to Nicole's experience when they were hurting, but even in the context of a singular, like you know, you're you're lonely and hurting. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, I just need, I need someone to help me. That's of course like a necessary question. Also, but, like, to get the focus of, like, I see a person, how can I serve them? Yes. Like, because me serving them will actually benefit me way more. Yes. Um, and so, it like, it takes me a really long time to feel safe with a person, but i found like, okay, does this person need babysitting? Or does this person need a meal? Like, mm-hmm. what is something I can just do to do something for them? Yeah. Um, I think that's, like, the best,
0: like, if it was, like, how do I make friend, friends? Friends be a friend. Be a friend just, first. Just like, like how do, to how, how to engage people. with the
4: church? Like mm-hmm. how do I actually participate in a church? Like mm-hmm. well, there out. are many needs in mm-hmm. any establishment. So, turning the cleaning crew,
0: 10 out of 10, they probably need help in kids church. <laughs> no matter what church you're at,
4: they probably need help. Yeah, so, so like off, like be willing. <laughs> yeah. Be willing to look at it through the lens of how can I help?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think I think that that's That's true, I think, in general, is how can I – yeah, what can I do to, like – not, like – I guess maybe, like, serve this friendship rather than what can I get from this friendship Mm -hmm. is – you know, it's not necessarily about here's – because I think there is a a certain level of, like, here's my expectation and here's – because – I mean that's the other thing is I I wonder at a certain what's what is the point where you ask that of like do we just have different expectations of what of what this friendship is and you know I don't know that's like a whole other and
4: that'll, yeah that'll probably come up organically. Like Jesus said I did not come to be served but to serve yep. and so um even it's not obviously not bad to like, okay, what are our expectations for this relationship that is very healthy and necessary, yeah. but like, that's what you're starting with. You might get a little lost or confused. Right. Like I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get to know you way better by searching what, where I can care for you. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to actually listen to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, if I'm more concerned about what I can do to care for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I'm going to be a better listener. I'm going to be yeah. a better prayer warrior. Mm-hmm um so yeah if you if you turn your vantage point to Mm -hmm. the other person yeah
2: and that's comes with discipline and fighting your flesh because we're naturally selfish and um we naturally you know Mm -hmm. don't want to go outside ourselves to care for other people like it's hard because you have to be intentional Mm -hmm. so it is like Corey was saying a discipline and that's what marks biblical friendship as opposed to worldly friendship. Yeah. Worldly friendship, you don't
4: do that. It's like, like yeah. mm-hmm. is this fitting my needs? And like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, our needs are changing all the time. So, how is there ever going to be consistency if your only, if your primary vantage point is considering your own needs? Yeah. Like, there's no friendship can survive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: But then also I'd say like considering, like, how can I care for this person? Because sometimes the answer is, like, I'm not meant to be the one to meet that need. Yeah. And so it's just another way to, yeah, to really exercise that reliance on the Lord. And um, something that I struggle with because I don't like to say no. Um, And just seeing my pride in that, like, like oh, like oh I'm currently on, like, four different serve teams at our church. We, our church just merged with another church. And I'm, I'm just like, Jesus, forgive me. Like, I see a need and I don't really ask. I just do it or that's that's just proud, like I'll I'll just do it, mm-hmm. I'll just do it, I'll just do it. I'm like I have a foster child right now that's mm-hmm. like running me ragged, you know. Like like, am I considering what the Lord would want for me? You know. Or sometimes, sometimes it's not. So it's like, so if you're asking Jesus, how can I care for this person, mm-hmm. and listening and waiting on Him for the answer, sometimes it might be that someone else is meant to fulfill that need.
0: Yeah, because I think so. It sometimes it is. I definitely a hundred percent agree with that, that you can see the need of someone a lot easier than you can see how to fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely something to be prayerful about. And yeah, that's good. And that's hard, especially depending on what that need is or what that thing is that the Lord reveals to you. It's like, man, so that is that's very good Um, I'm not really sure what we want to end with because this has been Mm -hmm. like two hours (laughs) I know this has been a this is gonna be a long three parter. I'm not make, I'm not gonna make this one two parts. This is just gonna be a let long. let the birthday live on. Yeah. <laughs> we just rabbit tails.
1: No, we just gotta
0: we gotta make it. I gotta make it ten episodes. I can't make it eleven. Yeah. Too down. You can cut out a lot of. I talk a lot. Yeah. No. <laughs> you, yeah. you guys, I'm probably not gonna cut yeah. out anything. We'll Holy see goodness. what happens. So. Oh
2: my goodness. Well,
0: happy birthday, Tay! <laughs> happy, it's birthday. Your birthday. happy birthday! This will be
1: my birthday episode. Um,
0: yeah. Fun so, fact. Fun fact.
1: Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. share a birthday with my middle. Yes, with your oh, middle. Girl. With your. You have the yeah. same girl. middle and, name. And the and same middle have, name. Yeah. <laughs> her her yeah. middle child,
0: her first daughter. And I have a birthday. We were, um, my real friends were at the Mariners game and she oh, was having hey. a baby. I'm just oh, kidding. No. Oh. She called me and was like, so I'm not going to be able to come to your birthday. And I was, cause she
4: was having, cause I'm in labor. Daughter. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And I love sharing
0: a birthday with her and we have the and, same middle
1: name. Yeah. All three of us have yeah. the same middle name.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's great. Sorry to tell you that she was named after me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I figured. That's fine. It's totally fine. She just stole my birthday.
4: Yeah. (laughs) We used to be able to hang out on my birthday, and now it's all about her daughter. (laughs) She's going to start her own podcast someday. She is. It's going to surpass what I have done.
0: We your, should get her on. Oh yeah. She she should, should, oh, yeah. We yeah. should get it's your kids stuff. on the podcast. Oh, that'd be
1: so that'd funny. Be funny. Be kids really... of the cast. There we
0: go. <laughs> that would Don't be... have
2: Scotty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's she's she talks gibberish. She, she's
0: she talks like a human when you are in front of her, but when she gets on Marco Polo, she turns <laughs> into like a <laughs> drunk person. <or> <laughs> like, she really she's is. just like, uh, that's living. my middle it's daughter, So So funny. Because you had to tell our other friend who we're in a group with who hadn't met her. She just "You know, her microphone. You're like, I promise she knows how to talk. Like, yeah. she's actually very, like, articulate. But I don't know
4: what's going on. It's so funny. I can't <laughs> even picture that. So... I can't. Yeah.
0: No, I'll it's. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. I'm like, why does she do that? Because she's
1: actually.
0: Special needs. She loves. No. <laughs> she's. No. She's <laughs> so, so smart. She's too smart. You, um,
1: we should end with um. stuff about your birthday. What about my birthday?
0: Uh, I mean, I'll probably add it in post, in editing. But yeah, my birthday. It's my 35th birthday. I'm going to be listening to the Broadway Company album probably on that day because that whole show is about the main character turning 35. Oh, mm. cute. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably add some. I wanted to do some fun stuff. Probably give Starbucks cards, or oh, I wanted to give away a book or two. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll figure. I'll figure something out. But do you
1: remember when we made shirts and ran on your birthday?
0: Oh yeah, we did a five k. Why? That was my season when I decided I wanted to run. Uh-huh. Why would anybody <laughs> ever decide that? It was
1: birthday. We all yes. wore a picture of your well, face on right our now. shirt, oh, and we ran God. around in bubbles.
0: Yes, it was the bubble run yeah. at the Puyallup Fair because mm-hmm. I was wanted.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that.
3: Um,
0: I yeah, because I had want, made a goal. I wanted to run the whole thing because we had done. Uh-huh. I had done That's one other five k, and I wanted. Yeah, we all trained for a season. That was hilarious. And I wanted to run the whole thing or like not essentially not stop. I didn't want to walk. I just wanted to like do the whole thing. And I did. Yeah.
4: Which was, was a great birthday. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is so weird that that was who I used to be. But I would love to be that way because no, I did have Nobody runners- needs
4: to be that no, way. No, I did.
0: <laughs> Listen, not I'm going to need to learn how to run someday with the way things are going in this world. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's another. I'm problem. gonna. That's We're a whole. We're just gonna end on that. The <laughs>
2: sooner
0: the better. But me the better. Jeez, I keep hitting the blinds. Sorry, guys. Um, thank you guys, you gals, so much for being on the show. I'm very blessed by you, even though I know it was Cory's. I know. Wrap time. time. I know. But I'm really, I'm really glad that you gals did this, and we could talk about friendship, and hopefully this blesses. Um, all the ears who hear it and yeah just thankful for you all three of you for doing this so
2: love you
4: love, love you. you happy birthday happy Yay. birthday <laughs>
0: I know everybody says this, but I just love my friends. I hope y'all enjoyed getting to know them a little bit. And I'm sorry, not sorry, that I made y'all run that 5K. But let the record show that you made those shirts all by yourselves. I had no idea. That was a total surprise to me. No one made you wear my face on those shirts. And thank you for not making me seem incredible incredibly narcissistic by putting my own face on a shirt that I had to wear. Thankfully, I did not have to wear my own face on a shirt. So thank you for that. (laughs) Um, I know it has been exhausted, but I just am going to say again, I am unbelievably blessed to have people who desire Christ to be the foundation of our friendships. We are all continual works in progress. You can even hear that towards the end of this episode. And Ashley and I kind of have a misunderstanding, but we communicated and we came to an understanding. She spoke out kind of questioning what I was meaning, but was kind and understanding and allowed me to elaborate. This is the communication we all need, not just among friends, but just among humanity. We have to stop assuming we know what people are and what they think just because of some biases that we have. Ask questions, find out how to serve people, and seek continually to make Christ your foundation and your identity. I hope you are encouraged by this conversation and can find ways to grow in your friendships all around. This is the finale of season three. And so don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating of this episode. Hit the bell notification on Instagram so you get updates and see posts. And share with a friend who has a birthday in July. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. This has been an unbelievable season. And I cannot wait to join you back in the fall for season four. Until next time, friends. Oh,